0: Hey, welcome to the first episode of Giovanni Angioli's Movies and More, uh, where I, your host, Giovanni Angioli, talk about, you guessed it, Movies and More. Look, I'll level with you real quick. There's not a lot of solo-led podcasts that are very popular, at least that I can find. The most popular one that I can find is Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, which sees comedian Bill Burr just kind of ramble on about stuff. Uh, and I thought, hey, I could do that right? I mean, I don't know. So, (laughs) it's weird, because a lot of times, when someone starts a podcast, they have a more established format, or some sort of topic, uh, or they have a reason for creating a podcast, like Bill Burr, he's a stand-up comedian. Um... (laughs) I am not. I have absolutely no claim to fame. I'm just a random person, and sometimes my friends like listening to me talk, and I like talking about movies, but i also like talking about other stuff and I've tried to do many 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 podcasts about movies, like at least eight million no I'm just kidding probably eight eight sounds about right, including one that I literally just tried to record. I got about halfway through and then I good. <laughs> I don't want to fucking do this anymore. And I turned off the recording and <laughs> laid in bed for five minutes thinking about what I'm going to do next before I go over to my friend's house and play video games for five hours. And then I'm going to go to a party for work um, and play more video games, actually, because uh, it's at an arcade. um, And then I just decided, hey, you know what? I don't really feel like... Having structured overly serious and sincere conversations about movies, uh, I think I'd also like to tell other stories and just kind of ramble on. And also that might help keep these episodes shorter if I only talk about the movies for a little bit and then talk about other stuff for a little bit and, and sign off. I mean, I don't know. I know podcasts can run a little long, especially mine. Uh, I've recorded podcasts that ran like three hours. Okay. It gets intense. Uh this will be super super short, sweet, to the point, and I don't know, hopefully you can gain something from it. Entertainment, maybe? I don't really know. We'll see how this goes. This was this is super on the fly. Um Okay, I'll start with some movies. Uh I'm staring at Orville Redenbacher's face right now, because I'm sitting in my movie room, and, uh, so we got, let's see what we have, Back to the Future poster, Goonies poster, E.T. poster, uh, Reader Window poster, um, a bunch of 80s movies, almost every Marvel movie, um, a lot of kung fu films, and, uh, an open box of Orville Redenbacher's popcorn, which, I don't know if you ever tried simply salted it's one of the natural series uh i think my mom got it for me randomly because it has that whole only real ingredients kind of thing and she's big into that and i was like okay let's see how good this is shockingly it's my favorite popcorn it sounds like it's terrible and hey maybe it's not for everybody but i really like it um I i was eating a bit of it last night with my dog uh oh my god I've just realized how many video games I have played and am about to play in the next past few and next day. Because I'm not allowed to have consoles. Any movie I want, but no gaming. Uh, I have a retro NES, and that is the most advanced gaming console that I own. Besides my phone. Uh, So no PS4, no Xbox, unfortunately. But then I can go over to other people's houses and mooch off theirs. Uh, my friend just had a birthday the other day. My friend Josh, he doesn't mind if I say his name. And we... Uh, it was basically just, let's watch movies and play video games and eat junk food until like 3 in the morning. Which is what we did. Uh, it It's kind of... It was a... It's not kind of. It was. It was, it was a horrible plan. I uh, I went over and I had... I had work the next day, and it was like three in the morning, and I was like, okay, I'm. I think I'm gonna go to bed, and they still stayed up later than me. But I was like, I just, I just can't do this, and I, I woke up, and my mom got me, and we got breakfast at Sheets, and it was like time to work, and I drank two cups of coffee, and still barely managed to stay awake. At one point, after I finished... So I'm actually a housekeeper at a hotel, which makes... So when you're making bed... Making... Making bed? When you're making bed... When you're making beds all day and you're getting paid for it, it really incentivizes, especially when you're tired, just wanting to lay down on that bed you just made. Uh, But you can't. You got to keep going. Uh, And at one point... I just was done with everything I needed and laying on the floor anyway i crying naked no I'm kidding one of those three things is true. I'll let you figure out which one it is anyway i uh where was I going with this? I have no idea oh okay, yeah, 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 so we played like Blobs two zombies um arkham knight g t a five uh, Fortnite, unfortunately. Don't worry, I uninstalled afterwards. Uh, I just realized I genuinely was not having fun. Oh, also, I clapped some people in 1v1s, but uh, uh, I feel like we played something else, but I can't remember what it was. I think we just we mostly played GTA, and we watched The Dark Knight. So, I mean, hey, pretty good night. We, we had a lot of food, too. We ate some Star-Spangled Ding Dongs. I did not like mine. Um, it was a it was a pretty legendary night. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was really fun. Uh, we did not get to play Watch Dogs. Uh, I'm a big fan of Watch Dogs, and we we didn't get to play it. I'm um, sad, but but actually, it's what I'm gonna go over to uh, another friend's house and do today, because um, uh, party friend. It was his birthday, Josh. Josh's birthday. And that's that's where we were playing, like all those games, staying up till three in the morning and stuff. And he has an Xbox, so you know, good games, but not all the games. But uh other friend I'm going over to is today, he has a PS Four, which means it can be Red Dead and um, and Watch Dogs time, but it mostly means it's it's Spider Man PS Four time. Which is the best time. Uh, Hmm, what else, what else, what else? Uh, Yeah, a lot of video games. It's mostly been my last few days. Ooh, actually, no, this is what I meant to say. Okay, so we went to bed at like 3. So I'm running on like 4 hours of sleep max. And I'm using that to get through my entire day. Most normal people, as soon as they got home, would probably take a nap. I am one person who has a very tumultuous time sleeping. It's very hard for me to get to sleep. It's very hard for me to stay asleep. Uh, I have always woken up at like 5.30, 6.30 at the latest in the morning. And I, I, once again, unconditionally woke up at 6.30. And then another part of this is no matter how tired I am, cannot take a nap I can't make myself fall asleep in the middle of the day I don't know why it's just something very weird about me that I I can't figure it out I can't crack it I used to they used to put me down for naps when I was younger my parents did and I would fake it and I would just like count the minutes and be like it's been like 25 minutes would they buy it if I get up now or because I don't know I guess I have some really important things to do and sleep is holding me back. Can you imagine if I was sleeping right now instead of recording this podcast? Oh, my god. America and by extension the world would be missing out on incredibly quality content. Uh so 4 hours of sleep and I'm 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 up uh not that late. It was like uh 7:30 maybe and I'm like, "You know what I want to do? I want to watch Scream because it's on Netflix." And every time I think Hey, there's a movie I want to watch on Netflix. I'll wait like a day and I'll go back to watch it and it's not there. So I was like, okay, I'm jumping on it. I'm going to watch Scream tonight. It's happening. And so I'm watching it. My dog's in the room with me. My dog and I, uh we're we're really chill. Uh I love him a lot. He's pretty fat, but he's good to he's good to pet. He's very cute. He's also very angry. He he randomly growls at a lot of things, uh including things that aren't there. But he uh He also really likes popcorn, he's fat for a reason, he eats a lot, and so I got my big bowl of popcorn in here, and he really wants this popcorn. So I'm sharing an entire bag of popcorn with my dog, and I'm watching Scream, and it's the most amazing experience that I've had in a little while, and I don't know know why, something just really struck me about it. It also struck me that that's a really weird but really cool story. I don't know why. I feel like something else happened that I'm forgetting, but I really don't... I think that was it. It was just... Yeah, just shared a bag of popcorn with my dog, because maybe my dog is my number one homie, I think. Uh, but I like Scream. That's a movie, and I've done a lot of the more part. Uh, It was really cool. I consider myself a fake movie buff in a way. Or, not a fake movie buff, but a fake horror movie buff. I'm a real movie buff, okay? I'm, like, the Wikipedia of movies, but I'm a human. But not necessarily horror movies. That's, like, maybe the one exception. Uh That and, like, westerns. But I, uh, I I watched... I love Halloween and like, the Blair Witch Project and... Honestly, that's it. I, I, I don't I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a big horror movie guy. I would be bigger into it. It, it. The only problem is the vast majority of horror movies are, with good reason, rated R. And my parents are really weird about that. Like, sometimes I can convince them, or sometimes I can just slip it past them. Like, uh, my mom came up, and she was like, Hey, I need you to and you to walk the dog. Because I have two, but I like one more. And i i was like okay and she's like what are you watching and i was like oh i'm watching scream and she was just like oh okay cool but like on another day and and like it's not even circumstantial like it's not even like something else had happened it's just like she'd be like what's that rated and i'd have to be like mm, r and then she'd be like well let me check what it's for because i'm a little uncomfortable with that because she like She was very hesitant to let me watch like John Wick and stuff, but she let me watch Logan after one of her friends was like, it's probably fine. I don't really see, like, I mean, obviously there's more gory movies than Logan, but like, it's the same type of movie. It's not like I was asking to watch Saw. It was like John Wick, you know, Logan, they're both kind of retired people that are just killing a lot of guys. Like, it's kind of the I don't know. It's really weird. You gotta catch her on the right days. Oh my god, it took me so long to convince her to let me get Halloween. So, 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 so long. She just did not want to budge on it for, I don't know, at least like three years. Three or four years. And one day I finally convinced her. But now I'm definitely going to watch as many horror movies as I can find on Netflix and Amazon, Hulu, whatever because I really like them, and if I can sneak them past my mom, that's awesome. She doesn't listen to this, in case you were wondering. That's why... Did I swear? I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Yes, I did. I did in the very beginning when I said, I don't want to fucking do this anymore, which is true about the other podcast, but not this one, and you'll never hear that audio, so you're just going to have to assume that this rambling, pointless, jibba-jabba was... (laughs) was and is better than what i had previously recorded and decided to jump ship from but uh scream was really awesome i really really liked it uh i think it was it was pretty funny and uh i think it was also a lot scarier and more fucked up than i thought it would be it didn't really strike me like the vast majority of the movie it didn't really bother me uh it definitely didn't scare me like none of the really kind of jump scare moments really worked And I don't think, I don't know, it didn't really, like, get under my skin like Halloween does. Uh, But, on the other hand, a lot of parts of this movie made me, like, almost sick to my stomach. Like, the opening scene with Drew Drew Barrymore in the house and everything, uh, when... So he cuts her throat first, if I remember correctly. And so she's trying to call out for her mom. And she's right there. And I was like, oh, 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 Jesus. Like, that's horrifying. And then they can hear her on the phone. And, like, they walk in. And stuff's thrown all over the place. The popcorn's burnt. There's smoke in the house. And it's just, like, this crazy thing. Like, you've been dropped right into well seen in a horror movie, and there are you know the parents are like, "What the fuck is going on?" and they can't find their daughter, but then the phone line is on, and they can hear her over the phone like breathing, but she can't scream, and the mom, oh my God, her reaction to all this is insane, it's so good, and uh she really sells this this is this these opening moments are fucked up, but they're pretty cool, and they said an awesome like precedent for the rest of the movie. Like this movie is really cool. And it definitely, from that opening scene to the end of the movie, it definitely earns the twist. Which I think in the back of my mind I knew like there are two killers, but I didn't know who they were and it didn't like actually like come back into my mind until actually, you know, the end of the movie. And then I was like, oh I'm pretty sure I remember that. But it was awesome because i didn't I didn't know the twist. It's not like psycho where I knew the twist when I watched it, or like um Empire like like you you know what's gonna happen before it happens, and you're kind of waiting for it. I know there is a twist, but I don't know what it is, and it's really cool because this movie expertly shifts the blame and the focus like of the suspects through that the entire movie like I was constantly flip flopping like it's probably that guy because they're kind of off in the background and you think they're super nice. There's no way they could be the killer. And then, like, the overtly creepy guy. They're playing it up so hard that there's no way because if it was him, it'd be too obvious. And then there's two of them and they got her cornered and they have her dad. And holy fucking shit, they're stabbing each other. The the end of this movie is goddamn bananas. And it's so, so, so good. It's so cool. Uh, I will say... It's a little fucked up. I mean, it's a lot fucked up. It's not a little fucked up. And I don't want to sound like an overly concerned mother. <clears throat> Maybe there's a reason she didn't want me to watch this stuff. It did have, uh, like, a an un... Not uncanny, but unnerving, like, sort of resemblance to... I immediately thought of Columbine, uh, which is not something you probably want to be reminded of on the first episode of a podcast that is... Initially been fun and dogs and popcorn. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just the idea that two teenage boys could suddenly snap and be super fucked up and try to create something horrible that they've seen in the media in real life. I mean, that can happen and it has. And I think, I don't want to say that that's, like, it's good or that's in the movie's favor that that has happened, and, like, so that makes it even more unsettling when you watch it in the movie. But, I don't know. It it did add an extra layer to, to the movie that I think, obviously, they weren't intending to, to put forth. But it, it is unnerving. And it is, like, uncomfortable enough that it's to a point where I don't know how many more times I would watch this movie. Especially knowing all that going in. I don't know it's just it's hard for me to th- see myself like getting the same enjoyment like the same kind of pulpy um m- mystery like like classic horror movie mystery again so i'm not sure how many times i'll revisit this especially because it did gen genuinely upset me like i did have a kind of physical reaction like i said i you know i could feel my stomach kind of turning at certain parts of this movie. Because a lot of it is really, really fucked up. But I think that is, in the end, I can appreciate it. And I think that is really cool. It's a good, it's cool in this movie. It just, it is, it is just something that I have to appreciate, but not really ever indulge in again. But overall, I really did think it was cool. I think it was really well structured and it really did a good job to build suspense. And there's parts of it that are fucked up and uncomfortable, but... I mean, that's kind of horror as a genre. Uh, But it did weirdly get to me in a way that other horror movies didn't. Like, I mean, if you really think about it, Norman Bates is a way more fucked up character than this. But I think it's just the element that resonates more strongly with me is that these are people close to my age. This is sort of, it's not dissimilar to things that have actually happened. And it's, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm not really here to come to any conclusions. I'm just here to give my opinion. But I, I did really like it. Um, oh, I do want to give a quick shout out to... Oh, crap. I don't remember his name. But uh, the, the voice actor who did the voice of Scream. Over, or like the mask killer, whatever, ghoul face. Um, over the phone. Because he is creepy as hell. He's got the same sort of calm and, like, ...cool but creepy disposition that... um, ...what's-his-face-in-the-thriller music video has... ...where it's, like, this kind of steely voice... ...and he's, like, bleh, creepy things... ...but it's, like, calm, and it's, like, his effortless control... ...over scaring the shit out of you. It is so fucking awesome. I really like that part of this movie. And his vocal performance makes up for the fa- for the fact that the killer himself is a fucking clumsy dumbass. I was amazed at how many times he gets hit with shit and trips over stuff and takes the obviously stupidest way through like obstacles. Like when she gets in the van, closes the door and crawls like under all the TV equipment and he like is trying to get her but he can't cuz she's too low or whatever. Why the fuck would you crawl out after her? Why wouldn't you just jump out the way you came in and run around the side? That's so much faster. Like, she isn't even fully out of the van yet. And he's, like, following right behind her. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Or, like, how much he gets served in that garage scene. Which also, holy hell, that is so cool. She gets stuck in the cat door. And then he opens the garage door. I was like, damn. Jesus Christ. That's... I don't know, man. That's like when that's like in Brightburn when he drops the car and the and the the dude's jaw falls off. I was like fucking Christ. That's cool, but also wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's intense. Uh What was I saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before he kills her, though, she's, like, throwing beer bottles at him and she hits him in the face with a refrigerator. And I was like, this should be happening in, like, a horror spoof movie. Like, this is, I don't know, it sort of undermines the threat level a bit. It's obviously justified in the fact that these are two teenagers who are, you know, obviously not super comfortable with their bodies or, like, super fully, you know, strong and developed yet. It makes sense that they could be taken to a certain point by other teenagers, but, I mean, it's just, like, so funny imagining, like, Michael Myers or, God, Freddy or Jason being like, I'm gonna come get you, and he's got the knife, and then dude's like, Oh, i open this door, what do you think about that? And then he's like, Ah, oh, fuck, my one weakness. And then it takes him, like, a minute to get through the door and come after her and... I don't know. I thought that was really funny. Uh, I also like how they play into the irony of how self-aware all these characters are, and they get the tropes of horror movies, but they're still subject to them because their friends, who they don't know are the killers, are also aware of all this stuff, and so in their creating a live-action horror movie in real life, It goes beyond just like, we're going to scare the shit out of you and tear this town apart and murder people. It also goes to, we're going to purposefully create scenarios where you have to be subject to tropes. And we know how to play to that. That's cool. That's a really good added layer of this movie. And it's really, really, really clever. It's like, I think it's like, like what, um, like some of the imitators of Scream kind of fail to accomplish that this movie goes beyond just being a pretty legitimate horror movie with you know an interesting spin on the genre it's it's clever it's unique and it's and it's really cool and yeah man it's awesome i really really liked it um i think that's all i have to say about it Uh, it's pretty dope man the ending is balls to the wall insanity but uh it's a really good movie. I would recommend it. Just <sighs> definitely not for the squeamish <laughs> or the overly thinking movie buff, but not on horror movies. That's me. That's me. I'm specifically that archetype. Uh okay, I did movies, I did more. Um I think I'm going to try to throw in a little more more before uh I get out of here cuz I got to eat I'm hungry. Um, I watched Indiana Jones recently as well. Uh, That's a really good movie too. It's also on Netflix. Um, I don't feel like talking about it though. (laughs) Oh, hey! Shit, this is more movies. Toy Story 4 is dope, man. You gotta go see Toy Story 4. Look, okay, I haven't seen Toy Story, any of them, since I was a little kid. Oh, I did catch a little bit of Toy Story 2 on TV in Toronto. Uh, But other than that, that's the most recent exposure I had had to the original trilogy before I went to see Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 is so good. It is so funny. It's so fun. It's a lot less depressing than the other ones, at least from my memory. Uh, And... I mean the toys as a metaphor for parenthood it really get played up and it it has interesting ideas with um with the introduction of Forky, uh, who's a spork who gets who you know, he's has a consciousness because he's a toy. Uh and it's I don't know, it's just really interesting, it's fun, it's unique, it's clever, and I would highly recommend going to see it, even if you don't have a huge familiar huge familiarity with uh, with the Toy Story series. It's a it's a really good movie. I I think you'd really like it. Anyone. I I know I'm it sounds like I'm addressing someone specifically. No, anyone. I think anyone can really like this movie. It's it's sentimental um and it's it's cute, it's sweet, it's got a really good heart and uh it's it's super entertaining. You know who would hate it though? My mom. This is a little bit of movies and a little bit of more. Okay? Uh my mom has really, really weird critical capability when it comes to movies, okay? Sometimes she is really smart and makes, like, interesting observations about movies. When she came—when I came down to Walk the dogs, she was like— they were watching Captain America Civil War on TV, and she was like, does it mean anything that he says Homecoming in, like, the trigger words for Bucky? And I was like, I mean, not really. Like, a lot of people obviously take it as an Easter egg for Spider-Man Homecoming, but, I mean— like it, that and you know it doesn't really mean anything besides that like it doesn't really tie into homecoming in any way and she was like oh man I thought I caught something and I was like I mean you did it's cool that you picked up on that but um she doesn't always do that and it's it's so so funny because we disagree on so many movies and it's so weird like uh my mom I wouldn't say she hates E.T. but she does not like E.T. okay and like I said previously in this episode I have an E.T. poster on my wall okay I, Fucking love E.T. It's so good. It's so sweet. It's it's a lot like Toy Story 4. <laughs> Toy Story 4. Go see it. This this should be sponsored. Anyway. uh, Oh, actually, you know what? I can get sponsorship through this platform. And it's just like basically I have to add a segment to my episode um, where like a pre-recorded person is like, You should make your podcast with Anchor. It's free. It's awesome. You should do it. And then like I get... Ten cents per play, or something I don't know it's something ridiculous. I decided not to do it because I'm not a dick, also it's free so and then I have a job, so I don't really need money um how much how much have you spent at the mall? You should hit me up on instagram i don't I don't know what the Instagram for the show will actually be maybe there won't be one. you know what there's not gonna be one uh normally, like podcasts like they have Instagram like specifically for the podcast, and it's like. This episode will be talking about this, like, you know, there's N- NPR ones, Crooked Media has one, and like, every podcast I listen to has a specific one, um, I'm not gonna do that, you can just follow me on my regular account, this is meant to plug my Instagram, but, but hit me up on Instagram, how much have you spent at the mall, what's your maximum spending for the mall, uh, I'm at, um, uh, really, 21 uh, you should, you should tell me, I just spent, like, $250 at the mall, I got, like, my first paycheck, and then it was, like, hey, uh, Josh, let's go to the mall. And I bought, like, I bought like a bunch of new clothes. I bought a $40 champion sweatshirt. Or not sweatshirt. It was just a regular t-shirt. Um, and I didn't realize it was $40 until I brought it home, and my mom was looking at all the receipts. And she was, like, the fuck did you buy a $40 t-shirt for? And I was, like, it's been out of unicorn hair, mom. It's worth it. And she, I didn't actually say that, but I was, like, actually, didn't know it was $40. It just looks pretty... Pretty dope. Um, but, yeah, hit me up. Have you spent $250 at the mall? If so, uh, I'm going to try to match you with my next paycheck because I got a pair of shoes, and I like them, but, like, I don't love them, and I think I need another one. So, next week, going back to the mall. Um, yeah, my mom disagreeing with me about stuff. Uh, oh, I should talk about... All right, all right, all right, all right. I got two more two more things, and I'm going to sign off cause... because I can see this going either way. I can see this weird very fast paced pocket talkie um me being entertaining or I can see the lack of a real focus and the kind of random shit that I prepared in absolutely no way being really annoying. So to so let me know. I, I have two I have two follow-up questions after this episode. Hit me up on Instagram and tell me how much have you ever spent at the mall and do you like this podcast? Yes or no? I wanna know. And and if you ha- if you feel like you have some sort of criticisms that you would like to specifically say, I'm always open to it. I want this show to get better. I want it to be popular and uh make an impact. So so let me know. If you like it, I'll keep it the same. I'll do my best. If you say you're not very entertaining on your own, you should probably bring in another person. F- fuck you. I'm not gonna do that. I mean I could, but like I'm gonna make it special. I like to hear myself talk. That's not true. I could bring on another person. I wouldn't be above it. I, uh, above it? I'm definitely not above it. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. Um, yeah, my mom. She thinks that Flight of the Navigator is a better version of E.T. And I don't know if you ever heard of or seen Flight of the Navigator I don't like it. It has a really awesome first half. It's got like this really cool sci fi premise where like he goes to find his brother like to meet him and walk him home from a friend's house and his dog hears something, he leans over to, like, see it, and he trips, and he falls into a ditch, and then when he wakes up, he walks home, and it's eight years later, and his parents aren't his parents, or, like, his parents don't live in the same house, and his parents are grown up, his brother is grown up, like, they're, they're all older, and, like, the world that he knows isn't the same, and then a spaceship mysteriously appears, and they don't know if it's related or not, and then, like, his brain is freaking out, and it's getting signals from the spaceship, if you think that is the, one of the most amazing sci-fi premises you've ever heard, you are 100% right. And they drop the ball so hard because they totally abandon that as soon as he gets to the spaceship. And then freaking Paul Rubens plays a robot, but he does peewee. It's not like Paul Rubens doing a different voice. No, it's just peewee, but, but a robot. And then they just like sit at the bottom of the ocean and then they like fly to California for five minutes oh and then they go to this random farm town and they go they go home it's it's so lame it's it's lame that's a perfect description of it it could have been awesome but it's it's lame and at the end they have an et style goodbye where he's like will i ever see you again and he's like crying or whatever and i'm like fuck you man in this movie i because i know none of you who are listening all three of you um You haven't seen this movie. There's no way. He spent, like, three hours with this robot at most. And E.T. spends, like... I don't know, like... Three weeks with Elliot or something? Okay, not three weeks. But, like, at least a week. Like, he, he... You see in that movie that he builds a connection with this alien. Can we all agree on that? Alright, perfect. So the actual end, it actually means something. Because you don't want to see E.T. go. But you understand that he has to. And so does Elliot, in a way. But it's still heartbreaking. This is ridiculous. And my mom's over there like... She's not crying, but she's clearly, like, affected by it. And I'm like, I mean, all power to you. But, like, do not tell me this is better than E.T. You're actually crazy. And then the other one, and we will never not disagree on this, she thinks Batman and Robin is better than the fucking Dark Knight, she hates the Dark Knight, she hates Batman Begins, she doesn't like any of the good Batman movies, which were my childhood, I watched Batman Begins so many times, I haven't memorized, I can recite it for you right now, I won't, but I could, she loves Batman and Robin, she does not like those movies, and look, fine, maybe they're not for everyone, it, like, freaks her out, it disturbs her, whatever, I get it, they're dark, they're kind of horrible, like, so, some of the stuff that they touch on, but she just generally won't acknowledge that they're good, like, she just thinks they're bad, and I'm always like, well, then, why do you like Batman and Robin? She's like, oh, Chris O'Donnell is a good, he's, he's a good Robin, and I like Batgirl, and I was like, but don't you like good movies? And she was like, it is a good movie. And I was like, okay, fine. You know what? You do you. I'm not going to try to disparage other people's opinions. Unless they're telling me that The Dark Knight and E.T. are bad movies. Because that's that literally is just objectively not true, okay? Uh, oh, 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 okay. And then one more quick thing. She doesn't like Spider-Man 1. She doesn't like Spider-Man 2. She doesn't like Spider-Man Homecoming. She likes amazing Spider-Man one and two. <laughs> Ooh, I don't understand my mom sometimes. Uh and we will never agree on that either. I was very delighted though that she said Spider-Verse was weird but pretty good. And I was like, Alright. Okay. We're we're sort of chill now. I still don't understand you, but it's fine. I understand you at least a little bit more now in relation to movies and then I would also like to quickly talk about how my dad and I have very differing opinions on what good shoes look like like a lot of times we agree when something's like garish and over to the point where it looks horrible uh but like we don't agree on uzis or like any adidas shoe and we mostly don't agree on nikes like all the ones he shows me um that he likes adidas or nike a lot of times I think they're just kind of like outdated kind of like weird dad shoes that like that like you would get if you were like a 40 year old dad uh which he is but 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 one that grew up in the 90s so he's still like living the shoes that were popular then and then i'm over here like dad dad the, the gold yeezys just dropped and, and he's like what the hell and i'm like look man if i had a hundred dollars to blow on these shoes a hundred sorry a thousand dollars to blow on these shoes i would but hey i don't i'm I'm not rich, okay. I spent two hundred and fifty dollars in the mall, and i that's the vast majority of my paycheck um but yeah, I think that's really interesting is like the culture, not cultural generational that's what I meant generational divide between like fashion sense and it's i think it's interesting that like my dad grew up when like Jordan dominated the fucking world, and then but like I think that was. I don't know, that was either right before or right after. And he kind of missed the um like the onset of skater culture becoming really popular like Vans uh and like that just that kind of like the hip hop and the the ripped jeans and you know what the, the skater um fashion before that really took hold and became really popular. So he is he's in the um pretty much only nike basketball shoes and like old throwback shoes and then like we have now like vans are really popular and um like any kind of adidas shoe are really popular among my generation and it's so funny and interesting to see him not love those but love his and then i don't love his but i love mine and i think that's really interesting how every generation kind of gets a different sense of cultural identity and fashion and stuff and i mean to a certain degree that passes a lot of people by like my mom could not give less of a fuck about what was popular or like what is now popular in terms of fashion for her generation and gender whereas my dad has a little more of that and it's i don't know it's so funny and interesting i spent oh my god father's day in celebration, we watched some old home movies from back, uh, when I, I used to, we used to live in, um, just outside Harrisburg, now we're a little further out, uh, we're in a different house, but, um, my dad used to have the total white guy, like, street basketball look on, like, Jordans, baggy sweatpants, like, gray sweatshirt, with no hood, um, he had the chain, my dad used to wear a chain, <laughs> A gold chain, my dad used to wear a gold chain. It was oh my God, it was so funny, and then like it was before he used contacts predominantly, and so he still wore glasses sometimes <laughs> it was it was so funny, and my mom, oh my God, she chopped her hair off and dyed it like bright wet bright red, ah, uh, thems was the days. And I was like i and I could barely walk, and I was just like, "I'm just chilling here. Why don't you tickle my belly and make me laugh or whatever I don't know that that's kind of that's a lot of what they did that in those days. Uh, interesting people get old, and they have younger people who success them, and they have different opinions about shoes anyway." If you can take away one thing from my podcast, I want it to be that. Uh, I don't have any other questions. Oh no, yes I do. Yes I do. Okay, so this is the end of the show now. I'm done. I'm cutting it off. Uh, this is forty minutes and, uh, as of right now twenty five seconds, of me rambling about mm, basically nothing. Uh, but but let me let me see let me recap real quick. So, in case you're thinking, wow, that was really stupid and didn't have a point. <clears throat> you're right, but also. I talked about Scream, I talked about Toy Story, I talked a little tiny bit, uh, one sentence, about Indiana Jones, uh, I talked about my dog, I talked about video games, I talked about shoes and generational divides, a bit, a, a bit about fashion, uh, and I talked about my mom's opinions on movies, and I talked about my parents when they were younger. So that's like solid eight things, okay, that I talked about. I'm not going to fit them all into an episode title, uh, but... I mean, I talked about a lot of stuff. I covered. i covered some big topics, some really important things, and I think that's good to take away from this. That beneath all the rambling and kind of unfocused dialogue, I really did. I really did talk about something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This was stupid. Uh but still, tell me what you think. That's that's one of the questions. So on Instagram at Javon Twenty One, did you like this podcast? Yes or no. If you didn't fine if but if you did give me a follow anywhere anywhere you like uh except for apple that said that said apple would take what was it one day to four weeks to approve my podcast but like spotify immediately responded um breaker um radio public or whatever all this stuff that no one's heard of is also immediately responded. Uh, so I assume you'd want to follow me on Spotify. Uh, hit me up. Do it. Uh, let's make it happen. I would. Uh, I'd love to see uh, a lot of people listening to this. That'd be super cool. And and yeah, so if you liked it, let me know. If you didn't, also let me know. But if you liked it, uh, consider, consider following. Uh, and there'll be more of these. I'll let you know if it ever goes up on Apple Podcasts. Uh, for now, I don't really have a lot of official things to go along with this. I don't have, like, a website or any social media handles, so just go there. Uh, the other two questions were, how much have you ever spent at the mall? Is it upwards of 250 If it is, how much was it? Um, and then three was, uh, what kind of shoes do you like? Answer those if you listen to this, and, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from you, all right, that's it, that's all I have for today, uh, if you think this was a good length, also, um, I'm gonna keep it around these lengths, probably 45, 44, 43, whatever minutes, sounds about right for this nature of podcast, this pointless, weird, rambly experiment that I'm kind of trying, because I'm bored, And it's the summer, and I don't always have stuff to do. So sometimes I'd like to sit in my movie room and talk into a phone aimlessly for a while. All right, bye. I'm going to shut up now. Thanks for listening. Uh, I love you all. Uh, Hit me up.